Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hey, everyone. I'm Julie Gunlock with the Independent Women's Forum and your host for today's Working for Women podcast. Today, I'm here with Alicia Maldonado. She is a member of the New York Post editorial board, where she she writes on a variety of issues from government corruption to free speech on campus. She even touches on foreign relations. We are also very proud to have Alicia as a senior fellow at the Independent Women's Forum. So today, Alicia and I are going to be talking a bit about a recent blog post uh, that she did for IWF about the ongoing problems unfolding in Burma and how she feels about recent calls to strip Burma's leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, of her Congressional Medal of Honor, which is the nation's highest civilian honor. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So first, um, I'm hoping, you know, I think a a lot of people, uh, you know, there's an awful lot going on here stateside, so they might not be paying attention to some foreign policy Mm -hmm. issues. And I think Burma is one of those that sort of gets, you know, a little bit lost in the shuffle. Can you tell us a bit about what is actually happening in Burma and what are the human rights advocates so worried about? Definitely. I I think you're totally right in that um, it's such a small country and so far away that um, it doesn't quite seem, even if you hear about it in the news, it doesn't quite seem to register, I don't think. Um, But um, what's going on there now is what the United States is calling ethnic cleansing, basically. Um, The Rohingya, or a majority Muslim um, ethnic minority in Burma, Myanmar. Um, they've long been um, considered illegal immigrants um, from Bengal instead of um, Myanmar, um, haven't been de- denied uh, citizenship since 1982. Um, they just, they're just not wanted by um, most of the Burmese because, who are B- Buddhist, mostly Buddhist. Right. Um, okay. But anyway, I mean, these there are these Rohingya, these um, this um, minority. They've been living in the country for centuries, um, and now they're. I mean, they're just being targeted with violence, um, beheading of children, being forced into wow. sex trafficking. Their homes are being set on fire. They're being shot at, and they're trying to flee. And they're so they are running to Bangladesh, and there's about. 600, 700,000 refugees there now. But those are the ones who can make it um, because they're setting up these booby traps and trying to to kill these innocent people as they're trying to flee the country. And it's just really grotesque. Um, now, human now rights the, groups, of course. Sorry, go no, ahead. go on. I, did, I didn't mean to inter- interrupt you. He, what, what are human rights, uh, are human rights groups on the ground there and what are they seeing and reporting? Um, they're, they're kind of giving us all of those numbers. Doctors Without Borders that reported that there's maybe over 10,000, close to 10,000 or over rather, probably is a better way to say it, deaths because of this. Um, Amnesty, the uh, Burmese government, kind of, I'm just going to go back and forth and call it Burma and Myanmar. I hope that's all right. Um, <laughs> that is confusing. And we can actually, actually, I wouldn't mind just a, a little tangent there explaining that because when... Well, we'll, well let me, I'll let you finish this thought, and then I'll have you explain that. Human rights groups are trying, they are there. They're trying to give them aid. The Burmese government, Myanmar government, um, are considering uh, legislation to make it harder for aid groups to, to get there. And they're, and they're worried wow. because um, they're, it's a monsoon season. 
and all right. these people who are on the border that they're they're afraid of that on top of everything else. Now, um, you know, one thing that might help a little bit, and you know, you don't have to go too far into this, but give people a sense of, you know, you you mentioned Burma and Myanmar, Burma and Myanmar. That is the same country. They go by two separate names. When it was under military control, it was called um, Myanmar. And uh, uh, when it was sort of, you know, before it, before the military took control in a coup, um, it was called Burma. And it's returned to the name Burma under its new leadership, uh, sort of democratic reforms. Um, and mm-hmm. again, people know it by, by both names. Maybe you could give, I mean, that's, that's a quick explanation of it. But, you know, I, I want I mean, to get back to Aung San Suu Kyi. Why is she so revered? You know, she is right now the leader, kind of, the leader of Burma. Um, but she, at one point, give people kind of a sense of why, one, she is revered or was revered as a human rights advocate, what she sacrificed for her own country. Because I think as we, as we go a little further and talk about this call to, uh, to take back the awards that she's been given, um, I, I think it will help people understand the sacrifices and what she went through to bring freedom to her people and why it's so disappointing now. So give us a sense of who she is and why she's so important in this. Well, she was, a very, you know, very simply, she was a political dissident. Um, and she spoke out against um, the corruption of, her, of the country. <laughs> um, she called for, <laughs> sorry, um, for freedom for the homeless and the displaced and um, just your very simple running against corruption and, and speaking out. And for that, she was vilified and, you know, sentenced to um, 20, she was in, uh, sorry, under house arrest for over 20 years. Yeah. And um, Suu Kyi was, was under house arrest. She could not see her, her husband died. She was not allowed to leave that while well, she was, they told her she could leave the country, but she would never be allowed back in. She, uh, her husband, he, I think he went back to the UK, um, took mm-hmm. his, the, took their, their children with, she didn't see, she never saw her children for something like, I think it's 20 years or something. She sacrificed yeah, yeah. A, trem- a tremendous amount. And again, she was a, a political dissident, but she lived in the country that she, and she was criticizing the military government of Myanmar. It was a communist, it was a communist-ruled country under military control. I'm getting this right, right? I think I'm getting this right. And it was a communist country, absolutely zero freedom, no press freedom, no religious freedom. This was a, a you know, com- you know c- completely tightly controlled country. And she mm-hmm. was you know, fighting for not only human rights, but more freedom, d- democratic reforms in her country. And for that, right. she endured incredible, incredible abuse. And, right. and isolation, isolation. For a long time, you didn't hear about her or from her because the government of Myanmar wouldn't let any, any information in, in or out. She also had no information on her family. So it was a tremendous, I mean, there have been movies made about her, right? You know, you, so you sort of half expect Angelina Jolie to portray her in the next you know, <laughs> film, right? And, and then, right. And, okay, and so, so then, then, then it happens, right? You know, the, 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 gover- the, the government falls, the military mm-hmm. government falls. She is elected in a democratic election, but her leadership, let's talk a little bit about her leadership. And, and this is why I have, I, I, I actually really, I agree with you on your blog post, but I have some sympathy for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have that much control. I mean, the military still has quite a lot of control over the economy and it still has a lot of, I mean, the, 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 really the military is enmeshed in all parts of the Burmese economy and just everyday life. So tell me a little bit about, she doesn't have mm-hmm. as much control as we may think she does. That's true. I mean, but at the same time, 
she she ran on this platform of democracy, freedom. Um, she's still the she's still the face for it. She's still right. the figurehead in a way, and to just right. stand by and not say anything right. is a travesty. And especially right. because we helped her get there. Right. And, well, and, and you know, the, also, yeah, yeah. Go on. You know, she she's also. I think if I remember, um, I think it was back in September, the New York Times read a piece on, on their Hinga, and she basically said, this is a national security issue. Um, don't worry about it. Um, and then has later said, you know, that made references to fake news, saying that, you know, what we're reporting is just not true. And so, I mean, to, to undermine it that way on top of it, I mean, whether she yeah. has power or not, words carry weight. Right. Well, that's that I think was the real basis of your blog post was to say, you know, look, right. and, and again, I, you know, I want to also inform our listeners that there is some concerns about terrorists being sort of embedded within the Rohingya and, and, and that is what she is saying is, is a concern for her country and mm-hmm. that it is national security concern, but it does not in any way excuse the treatment of the Rohingya, the true abuses. And I think what many people sort of, you know, the watchdogs and the people who are, are were for so many years, um, you know, rooting for An Sun Ki, um, and then to see her sit silently, um, you know, there has been there have been a lot of abuses of the Rohingya. There may be some national security issues that she needs to deal with, but um, the mm-hmm. way in which the military is is dealing with that is the true concern, which is what makes me think that she is quite weak. Um, a right. leader, um, which still may that may if you're going to be a weak leader and not you know stand up for the human rights abuses and and or or d- demand an end to them, that might also mm-hmm. be a reason to rescind your award. I mean, c- c- come on! I mean, they're they're leaving, and yeah. you're still trying to kill them. That's just it's mind blowing <laughs> to me. We're, well, yeah, fine, no, we'll go. Oh, let's go. Actually, these, I'd like to kill you on the way out. How are these people treated once they reach Bangladesh? I mean, from what I've read and seen, um, they're being t- obviously taken in. Um, although, how how many more can you do? You know what I mean? Like, right. And there's and there's still concerns there too. There's so right. many of them. Right. It's really right. sad. So, well, so yeah. This is, the, the, this is certainly a, a disappointment, I think, for those who have so, you know, for so long sort of been um, sort of a, you know, have watched, uh, you know, An Sun Suu Kyi fight for her own freedom, fight for, for the freedom and better human rights conditions for the people of Burma. This is certainly disappointing to see uh, the conditions for the Rohingya. And as you say, mm-hmm. they are leaving, they are fleeing, they are trying, and the atrocities, as you mentioned, these are, you know, uh, beheadings of children and, and burning villages and, and refugee camps and things. This is obviously, uh, you know, this is pr- those pr- things pretty... Go beyond, those things go beyond there might be a terrorist in the midst. Like, you don't need to do that to exactly. a child. Right, of course, of course. And these are pretty grotesque sort of witness accounts mm. coming from human rights. Yeah. But I do think, um, do, and what, what it, give us just a quick status update on what is uh, the status of, you know, have they officially called for a rescinding of that award, or is that still in process? That's just, they're, they're floating about. A few Democrats floated it out there, and I haven't seen or heard anything more on it. Um, right. 
and so I'm skeptical anything will be done about it. I yeah. mean, yeah. I probably presume that logic will be there's enough going on here to not worry about a, a congressional medal. But I mean, that's just my skepticism coming through. Right. Well, listen, I, we will continue to watch this. We are glad that you are watching this for us, and we look forward to your yeah. updates on this. Um, and we really appreciate Absolutely. you giving us a sort of an overview of this issue. It's something I'm personally very interested in, so I, um, I appreciate your perspective, and, um, and I, I certainly think- hope you, you continue to update us. Oh, I definitely will. I'm going to keep my eye on this one. Great. Well, listen, Alyssa, cool. thanks again for joining us. This has been another episode of the Working for Women podcast. Uh, There are more episodes. Check us out at iwf.org. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.